cliffcentral.com. On the line is the News 24 editor and author, someone we've spoken to a few times. He has a uh, great take on things. He's able to distill the information and hand it over to us in the most succinct possible way. He is Adrian Basson. Good morning, Adrian. It's nice to talk to you. Uh, let me go to you here. Oh, there we go. He's gone. Oh, Try again, Amanda. Oh, dear. Well, it wasn't. It would have been nice to talk to you, Adrian. <laughs> maybe he's talking to us in Morse code. Yeah, maybe. maybe. By the way, guys, the entire um, uh, update this morning with Adrian Basson will be in Morse code. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Dip, 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 Really? Yeah. Great views. Thank you very much, Adrian. That was nice. That's an nice amazing point. And I'm so glad that we all know how to decipher most yes, code because absolutely. that's Obvious. that's critical. Mm. Obvious. Mm. Hello, Adrian. Can you hear us? Hello, Gareth. Ah, oh, oh. here we go. Sorry, I, th- I thought our phones were, t- you know, turning on us like um, the ANC turned on the president. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fair to say that because the numbers were not as overwhelming as the ANC thought, and they obviously weren't as good as the opposition parties thought. But in a way, this is exposing the cracks in the ANC. Is that right? Absolutely. I think um, I think it, it's uh, untruthful um, to to try and downplay this. Um, you know, Gareth, before the vote um, on Tuesday evening or Tuesday late afternoon, we only heard people like Derek Hanekom, Makosi Kosa, um, Wendy Gungubele, and you know they were really there were only like three of them that that openly stated um, they would support the motion. Um, even Pravin Gordon didn't say in public what he would do. Um, so I think yes, I, think, I don't think the ANC expected uh, let's say mid cities. That that seems to be the the number that's going around. Um, of the ANC MPs to vote um, for the motion. Of course, the opposition would be disappointed. They, um, the DA and the EFF have been working for months to convince ANC MPs behind the scenes to vote for the motion, um, but they couldn't get to that magical number of 50. All right, so first of all, um, Julius obviously had a lot of people lying to him because he was convinced that he'd spoken to over, over 50 MPs who had all pledged that they would support him. So Julius's word is worth less than it was this time last week. Yes, well, I think a lot of things happen. Uh, you know, politics changed so far in South Africa. So I think the, the, the what the ANC did very well on Tuesday was to, um, to, to, to couch this in as a motion to, for regime change. I mean, you would have heard yeah. ANC speaker after ANC speaker talking about regime change, that mm-hmm. this is actually um, a plot by the DA to, to unseat the ANC, not only, um, you know, President Zuma. And that would have scared any ANC um, MP or councillor, whoever, um, because that, is the, that means you lose your job. So, you know, you effectively lose your livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, the DA subsequently with a press conference yesterday strengthened that view that actually they want to remove the ANC government. And this is where the opposition relationship is becoming interesting because the EFF definitely was only going for Jacob Zuma. Um, they, they do not want to collapse the government at this stage. So I think the ANC succeeded on the day and, 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 and in the days before to, to spin that very cleverly about uh, that it was regime change, it's not really about Duma, it's not really about state capture. Um, and I think ANC MPs who may have previously considered voting um, for the motion um, may have changed their views after the DA changed each tune um, that said this is not really only about Duma but about the whole party. What about the the fact that these thirty 
odd ANC MPs voted for the motion. Do you think there'll be a witch hunt in the party now for these people? I'm pretty sure there's going to be some form of, of witch hunt. Um, it's obviously going to be difficult to pin them down. Um, but I'm sure they, you know, there's, there's obviously already suspicion in the caucus of, of who they may have been. Um, it's going to be difficult, Gareth, to take action against them. You know, it's, it's, it's easy to discipline two or three people, but it gets very tricky when you get to 35 and it may or may not include people like Robin Gordon. Then, then it becomes a, a real, uh, you know, <laughs> difficult one. And people like Ben Kirok and others have said that there's no way that that the ANC could discipline um, its members for how they voted. Um, the ANC itself, uh, before the vote, said that they would not discipline their members. Of course, they could change that view. Um, but it's going to be difficult. How do you do that? You know, do you ask people to put their hands up if they voted? I mean, that was in, that was exactly the point of having a secret ballot. So, um, you know, this is this is going to cause massive friction and distrust and mistrust inside the anti caucus and inside NEC, and and it definitely um, gives gives uh, impetus and 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 uh, some some form of of support for those people wanting Jacob Zuma out in December at the anti conference to say, look, there are people willing to to put their livelihood on the line. Now, a lot of people are talking about how this, this lays it bare that the ANC is, is uh, disintegrating or very much splintering. Um, do, how does this affect the various candidates for ANC president? How does this affect their campaigns, yeah. uh, particularly yeah. in Kosa Sanat Lamini Zuma? Yeah. Look, we must also be honest. So, so they, they were about, um, they, they were 200 and, um, uh, sorry, 384 ANC, uh, MPs in total in the House on Tuesday. Um, the motion against, um, or the vote against the motion received 198 uh, votes. So there's still about uh, 200 um, MPs, of which most by far would have been from the ANC. I would, have, I would be surprised if, if more than five or so were opposition MPs. So there was almost uh, 200 MPs who voted against the motion. Um, and about 30, 35 who voted for the motion from the ANC rank. So by no way is we close to that split in the ANC, even in caucus or a, a overwhelming number of MPs who is willing to defy the party line. And the ANC is very good at closing ranks when the party is threatened, when there's some kind of common enemy identified that wants to undermine the party. Um, in this case, it was regime change. That was the common enemy. Mm-hmm. And then the party is very good at closing ranks and um, and, 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 you know, protecting its own. Um, I do think this is, this is a, a matter of real concern for, um, President Zuma and his anointed candidates, and Kusazana, Tamini Zuma, or as the SABC called it this week, Mini Zuma. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I did but, see it. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, because, you know, it shows that there are actually anti-MPs who dare to vote with the opposition. You know, there was, that's as bad as it got. Yeah. Um, is it enough to, to, to make Cyril Ramaphosa sleep well? I don't think so. I think he's still got lots of work to do. Um, he has to make sure he split those big provinces, KZN, Pumalanga, Free State, um, and Northwest to a lesser extent. Uh, if those provinces vote as blocks, I cannot see Ramaphosa winning in December. Um, but we are hearing increasingly that he's in talks with, for example, Gumalanga, Didi Mabuza, um, and, and mm. which means he, he also realizes that in the real world of dirty politics, you have to make deals with devils. 
yeah. um, and that he can't only run the speaking campaign as he, as he maybe would have liked to. What do you think the, the next step for the ANC is going to be after this? Because there must be lots of people asking, well, what the hell's going on here? How do we fix this? You know, look, I think, I think we might see some changes. There's some rumors, um, girls about some deal that were made with Zuma. I don't have proof of that yet, um, to, 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 you know, uh, say it as a fact, but there's some rumors of a deal made with Zuma that he must fire Musa Benzid Zwane and some other ministers at least. And that he must, he must step down himself within the next few months. Um, I'm struggling to see that happening. I think, um, President Zuma, um, you know, definitely knew what was going to happen. He, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually knew before the secret ballot was announced that the ballot won't succeed. Um, so, uh, you know, I think as his revelations of state capture comes out, I mean, two days ago we heard that the Gupta family paid, um, paid for Zuma's, uh, wife's house in Waterclough, Victoria. Um, you know, that money that was laundered through Dubai was used to pay for that. As these hmm. absolute devastating allegations come out, um, by the day, um, it will weaken his position. Um, it will, uh, the ANC will must realize that um, the chances of electoral defeat now becomes very real in 2019. Um, so, you know, the ANC is in a catch 22 year. They have to, they have to kind of grab the party from, from Jacob Zuma and cleanse itself from state capture. Um, but they also kind of caught in this grip, uh, in this fear of, of Zuma who allegedly has files on all of them who, who, you know, has, still has the support of the majority of the NEC. Um, so it's a, it's a very messy organization. It's, it's definitely not a cohesive organization. Um, and it's definitely not one way of thinking what to do next. Is, gar- is government a little paralyzed at the moment? Is there nothing happening in government right now? I mean, we, we hear about various departments that are just in complete uh, lockdown. There's nothing happening. No, no money spent, no money brought in. It seems to me like government is paralyzed. Do you think that's a fair thing to say? No, that's a very good question. I mean, I, I think that's something which we must investigate more because um, there's definitely a massive amount of resources and time spent by politicians and ANC apparatchiks in the state at the moment campaigning for December, you know, for mm. one of the, I mean, how many candidates do we have now? Seven or six. Right. And, I mean, there's, uh, I think that's a very fair point. Um I don't know about you, but I, for example, haven't seen the new acting police commissioner, Jan Motiba is his name. I haven't seen him in, in weeks or even since he's been appointed. I don't know what he's up to. I mean, he hasn't really addressed the nation on anything. He hasn't spoken about um, any, any plans for the police to maybe investigate state capture, you know, for example, or maybe Mdudusi Manana. Um, Sean Abrams has been missing in action. Um, yeah. Sean, I, I Sean Abrams may point. as well be dead. We haven't heard from him in, in months. <laughs> well, maybe the police commissioner is dead too. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that's, you know, we, we're joking, but I mean, it's serious matter. Uh, and, 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 um, and, and I think definitely one worth of, of investigating. Look, obviously the, you know, the rubbish bins are being removed, um, from the streets. So, but, um, you know, in terms of big macro planning, in terms of economic planning, um, we're in deep economic troubles. We're in a recession. Um, job losses aren't recovering. Um, big companies like Pick and Pay um, and others have recently announced they will lay off thousands of more workers. So economically, we're in deep, deep trouble. Um, and, um, and we're just not hearing any, 
plans from government. Uh, what we are seeing is a is a party at at war itself, fractured mm. and and only focused on 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 getting those votes in December. All right. Well, thank you very much for your analysis. It's always good to talk to you, Adrian. And um, I'm sure there are many fun and exciting weeks ahead <laughs> for someone in your position. Yeah, it's great to be a journalist in this time. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, it's exciting, right? There's so much to talk about. It's not like you ever wake up in the morning and go, uh-oh, we're going to have to go and dig around for some story about someone who was uh, mauled by a, 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 some tiny carnivore somewhere in the free state. There's always yeah, something a, to talk about. Or a bridge that collapses. Well, that is kind of a big story too, but um, we'll, we'll get onto that one uh, one other day soon. Thanks for talking to us this morning, Thanks, and, uh, and have, a, have a good two-day week. What's left of it? Thank you. Thanks, man. Yeah, there we go. Adrian Basson, who's the editor of News 24, also an author, and we've spoken to him many times on the show. Thought we'd uh, get him to fill in this morning for Justice, who is off to England, apparently. Cliffcentral.com.